On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks scheduled a loss. It was a loss, but Kemba Walker almost made it a win. We'll tell you how on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. don't believe you shouldn't be here and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick engstead media member and nba channel manager for the locked on podcast network should have been letting it ride thanks for making lockdown maps your first listen every day and every post game we are free and available on all podcast platforms including youtube the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below let me know what's one reason the mavericks lost this game what's one thing you liked about kemba walker's performance let me know in the comment section below dang i thought they had that one they shouldn't have they shouldn't have won they shouldn't have come anywhere close to that game but kemba walker man we'll talk about if he's got anything to give for the mavericks when the rest of the team comes back in their next game a couple games against the timberwolves talk about christian wood he had another great game i thought on both ends Talk about a lot of those things. Let's get into it. The Dallas Mavericks scheduled a loss, right? This game coming into it, you look at it and you go, okay, second night of a back-to-back. And not just any back-to-back, it's one where you're home and then you have to fly to Cleveland. I don't know anybody except for Liz Lemon that likes to go to Cleveland. And so you do that and Maxie's already out. You have... Uh, Josh Green already out. We knew that. Dwight got hurt in the Blazers game, so you knew Dwight Powell was going to be out. And then the Mavericks, and Davis Bertans is going to be out as well, in like a sickness. And then the Mavericks announced, hey, Luka's going to sit the second night of a back-to-back. Dinwiddie's going to sit the second night of a back-to-back. And you're like, okay, that's an L. Get, re- get ready to take the L for the, Dal- for the Dallas Mavericks, basically, because you're missing Luka, Dinwiddie, Maxi, Josh Green, and you're like, okay, well, Dwight Davis, like you're, you're missing half the roster and a bunch of starters and a bunch of really key players. And so you look at it and you're like, all right, that's a schedule loss. Cavs are going to play all their guys. They're on the second night of a back-to-back as well. The Cavs played the night before. They uh, they beat the the Pacers the night before, so they played a second night of a back-to-back, but they, they played all their guys. And you're like, okay, well, this is just going to be a whooping. <laughs> the Cavs outclassed the Mavs at full strength the other night in Dallas. And so now you're like, all right, well, here we go again. And they just didn't go away. The Mavs never went away in this game. It was a gritty, hard-fought, Kemba full game that the Mavericks that the Mavericks went and played. It was one of those games where you're just like, okay, this is what it's like on the other side, right? Like This is what it's like on the other side to play a team with none of their star players and to and to almost lose, right? Because like, it's happened to the Mavs a bunch of times this year, the inverse. The Mavs are playing the Pelicans, and they don't have Ingram or Zion or C.J. McCollum, and they lose. And the Mavs are playing another team, and they don't have their star players, and the Mavs lose. And you're like, okay, well, now it's happened to the Mavs. At least, at least this one got real close. And it felt like one of those games. It felt like... The Cavs are just lethargic in this one. 100 offensive rating for the Cavs is just, that's just brutal. That's 100 points per 100 possessions. (laughs) That does not get it done in the NBA right now. Both these teams are the slowest teams in the NBA. We talked about that the other night when the Mavericks played the Cavs. And so we knew this was going to be another slow game. But you didn't know how they were going to set it up because the Mavs' two offensive initiators were out. And so they start with 
you know, they start with the Bang Bros. You know, Bang Bros. And Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith. They start with Christian Wood. Oh, man, you're a casual. And they start Tim Hardaway Jr. again. I don't have a drop for Tim. Sorry, sorry, bud. And then they start Kemba Walker. <sighs> they start Kemba Walker. And you're like, all right, that's that's what they have to do. They're either going to start him or Jaden Hardy's going to have to play a lot of minutes because there's no other offensive initiators in this game. It's or in this in this game with Luca and Dinwiddie out. It's one of the big things we've been talking about all offseason and through the season. They need one more offensive initiator. And Kemba Walker filled that role as the primary initiator as best you could have hoped a guard that you just picked up two weeks ago. He finished with 32 points, seven assists, five rebounds, only two turnovers. He isolated a ton. He took 13 threes. <laughs> he got to the line six times, took 25 shots in this game. Kemba was like, oh, I'm back, baby. I'm back playing the normal role that I've always played. And you're just like, okay, what can he give you? Well, he starts out in the first quarter and just, all right, already, already feeling pretty good. He hits two threes to start, hits a couple of free throws. He scores the Mavericks first nine points of the game and the Mavs are up nine, six starts, starts when, when you're really down players, I think really matters. Cause if you get just blown out from the start, I think that really gets in teams heads. And then you're just like, all right, well, we shouldn't have won this game anyway. So Kemba scores the first nine points for the Mavericks. Mavericks pull out a gritty first quarter. They're up by two points. Christian Wood had seven points in that quarter. And you're like feeling pretty decent about the Mavericks. The Cavs look lethargic. They don't look like they really want to be out there. They look passive almost. Just doesn't seem like anybody really wanted to take over this game for the Cavs. You look at their shots, like Garland had 18. Mitchell had 21. Mobley had 10. You're like, okay, well, who's who's really taking it? Nobody's really taking this game over. Uh, and they didn't shoot the ball well at all. The Cavs shot seven of 36 from three. Part of it is because they missed a bunch of open shots. But I thought the Mavs defense was also really, really good in this game. They played a lot of possessions where you go, oh, dang, oh, dang, oh, dang. The ball's like whipping around for the Cavs. They're just trying to find anybody that has some space. And they didn't have it. And you got to give the Dallas Mavericks credit. Give Sean Sweeney, Jason Kidd, and coaching staff credit. For, for pulling off that kind of defense when you're starting Kemba, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Christian Wood. <laughs> when you're starting those three guys, and they still played some really, really good defense and really good stretches where they absolutely needed it. And we'll talk about Christian Wood later and his defensive step forward because I think he has. I think he's taken a little bit of a step forward recently. We'll talk about that. But with Kemba Walker, it's he played the Luka role. He really did. He just came in and they're like, all right, play play the Luka role. You're going to initiate all the offense. You're going to be the one that takes all the shots. He took 25 in this game, led the, led the game in most shots taken. He took 13 threes and they're all like pull-ups or, you know, he had to, he had to step back and like do, do some stuff just to get a shot off because the, the offense is still really unimaginative for the Mavs. There's just really not much running. They ran a little more pick and roll with Christian Wood, which you really want to do. They ran a couple of like, they, they run these pick and pops with guards too. Like Tim will come over depending on whoever had Garland on them. They've been running that a lot, but it just was all, all right, it's all on one guy and then everybody else get out of the way or everybody else space the floor. And that can, that can work, right? If you can play good defense like they did tonight, the Cavs don't shoot well at all. And then, you uh, you make just enough shots, just enough threes, you can win a game. The Mavs made 15 of their 49 threes. You know, Kemba missed nine. Wood missed eight. Uh, Frank Nilkina missed four. You had Tim Hardaway missed seven. And that's the game. 
That's that's the game for the Mavs. It's been the, this game for the Mavericks for a while. And if they only had gotten some more of those threes to fall, it just would have been a completely different game. Now, it came down to overtime, came down to the fourth quarter. We'll break that down here in a minute. But Kemba Walker has to be given all the credit. He came in and he was awesome. In the second quarter, I just wrote, Kemba Walker has been awesome. It's just awesome to see him. He drew a couple of charges. It was great. Like at the three three and a half minute mark of the second quarter, he had this reverse layup where he starts on the right side of the floor. Driving at Jared Allen, one of the best rim protectors in the NBA. Driving right at him at the rim. And instead of going straight up, he kind of went up a little bit and then kind of curled around the rim and did a reverse layup and got it to go with some spin. He just has, you know, he has the know-how. He has just a little bit of a veteran savvy to get some shots off that a lot of Mavericks couldn't. And I'm curious to see if this kind of a game, we knew one of these games was going to come, right? He had a 40-point game last year for the Knicks. You knew Kemba was going to have a game like this, but how do the Mavs integrate it? That's the question we're going to be asking going forward. How do they integrate it with Luka, with Dinwiddie? Can they play these guys together? It's part of what I've been pushing for the last couple of weeks is go all offense. And Kemba is going all offense. You have another guy like this that's capable of games like this and go all offense. Now, he doesn't have to play 42 minutes. Good Lord. He doesn't have to play 42 minutes on a given night. But they need him to play at least like 15, like 20 or something like that just to give him a little something, a little spark offensively. And that that'll put and then and then start Christian and then play Christian Wood more and then that pushes their offense even forward into the stratosphere. Kemba proved tonight that he still got some left in the tank. He played incredible. The Mavs wouldn't be anywhere close to in this game unless Kemba Walker had the game that he had. Coming up, let's talk about Christian Wood. I thought he took another step forward. I thought he showed a little bit more. He's getting it with the defense. And then let's talk about how this became an overtime game, an overtime loss for the Mavs. Is still an overtime game. Talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac, let's get into this game. The Dallas Mavericks came all the way down to the fourth quarter. They had they had a six-point lead with about five minutes and 20 seconds to go. And you're like, okay, can they hold on to this? And I didn't have any hope. I didn't have any faith that they would because these guys were gassed. You look at the minutes played in this game. Bullock played 45 minutes. I think he played, he played the entire second half. And I think Dorian almost did too. Yeah, what? Dorian Dorian played the entire fourth quarter. Bullock played almost the entire second half. He played like 51 minutes <laughs> under the whole second half. Tim played a ton of minutes. These guys were just gassed. Like they had played so many minutes. They had played the night before. They had traveled. You just got down to the fourth quarter. You got down to overtime. And they didn't have enough. And the juice really left the offense with about five minutes left to go in the in the fourth quarter. Whatever juice they had, right? They only scored well, they, they scored 99 points, but they only, they only scored 96 points in regulation. Whatever juice they had on offense just didn't have it. They didn't have it at the end of this game. And if they had just had a couple more buckets, a couple more threes, a couple more free throws, they had a couple more of those late, they would have won this game. Uh, Christian Wood, I thought, really stepped up. He plays 43 minutes. He scores 26 points, 14 rebounds against this Cavs front line that was massive. Uh, Mavs only lost the rebounding battle by six. That's huge. That's massive. Cavs only had nine offensive rebounds. That's huge, 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 huge for the Mavericks. Uh, Wood got 12 defensive rebounds, and th- those are pretty big against this Cavs team because you just can't let them get extra point, extra possessions with Mobley and Jared Allen being the seven-footers that they are out there. Christian Wood, I thought had a really, he had a couple of steals. He had a couple of box shots. He had a couple of assists. He had two of each of those. 
He, I thought he played really good defense. I think he's, I think he's getting it. Playing him these extended minutes was another thing that I've been saying since the beginning of the season. It's like you have to play Christian Wood early if you, if this is your team, and you don't have some trade waiting. Which we've been, how long have we been saying? Do the Mavericks have a trade waiting where they're just trying to wait until start of the season? Well, they passed on Dragic. Maybe they have a trade waiting. Okay, doesn't, they don't have a trade waiting. December 16th has come and gone. There, there's no like trade waiting for somebody. If this is going to be your team, if Christian Wood's going to be on this team, they have to embrace him. They have to embrace him because he has part of the potential that could take them to another level. And I would rather have them embrace this, be really good on offense, and try to bring Christian Wood along defensively than to just... All right, let's just integrate him, kind of. Play him like 20, 25 minutes off the bench. He'll be our spark plug, and then we'll see what happens. And then we'll try to get our offense going by inserting Tim into the starting lineup, and he's streaky, and trying to get Dorian and Bullock. In some of these games, in the Blazers game, and then in this game, when you got other guys performing, when you have Christian Wood playing like this, when you have Kimball Walker playing like that, the Dorian and Bullock threes don't matter as much. Like you're not sitting around waiting like, oh, another clank three from this guy. Now Bullock missed a couple of late that really hurt, especially in overtime. I think he missed, I think he missed two in overtime. Um, but like those don't feel so big and so and so valuable when a couple of just just one other guy is performing offensively. You're not just like, all right, it's it's Luca and only these these couple of guys trying to hit shots. And that's what Christian Wood can bring, right? That's what he can bring when, when Luca's back, when Dinwiddie's back. He can bring just another offensive level where he's picking and he's, he's rolling. There's a couple of ro- really good rolls he had tonight where uh, I think it was in, it was in overtime or late in the uh, – yeah, no, it was, it was late in the fourth quarter, like, like just under a minute. Christian Wood rolled twice and got fouled on both of them. The Mavs went in the bonus. He missed one free throw, but he hit another one. And, like, that was really key for the Mavericks to get in the bonus there. They wouldn't have tied this game back up unless they get in the bonus with two fouls in a row that Wood drew. And he got those. He got that block with a minute left. Oh, my gosh, the block on Mitchell. Minute nine left. Christian Wood is, like, trailing Donovan Mitchell on a drive, and he blocks his shot in the air. They call it a goaltend. They go and review it. It was a late call, too. It was, like, a weird late call. Uh, Two minutes before that, he hit a three in the corner that got them – Back to 92-93. That was a huge play. He had some awesome plays in this game. Now, he took 13 threes in this game, but him and Kemba had to take that many threes because they just didn't have any offense anywhere else. They couldn't find anything else anywhere. They don't have anything else drawn up or designed. It's all, you know, this isolation basketball. How many isolation possessions did Kemba Walker have tonight? Like, probably 25. (laughs) It's like so many. I don't know if Synergy has that off the top right here. I'm actually going to go try and look it up because it was, he had so many isolation possessions. It was just Kemba Walker isolate, trying to make something happen. And he did a bunch of times, which is one of the reasons why we're really excited about Kemba right now. Really want him to, um, and really, you know, want him to be part of the offense going forward because he, he had some stuff in this game. Kemba Walker was great. Christian Wood was great. We talked about his role and he's starting to come along defensively. One foul. One foul from Christian Wood in this game where it's not like the Cavs were running all over him. It's not like the Cavs bigs were, were doing anything. Jared Allen, three of seven. I didn't think he had a particularly good offensive game. He had 15 rebounds, but I didn't think he had a great offensive game. Um, Evan Mobley had 17 points and, uh, you know, eight boards, four assists. He kind of comes along sneaky. Like he, it's a little, he's like, he has like these quiet games. You look up like, dang, he has 17 and eight with four assists already. But, 
Uh, but yeah, I thought Christian Wood was great defensively. One foul, one tur- actually one foul, one turnover for Christian Wood is huge. You limit the mistakes from Christian Wood. You play your role on defense where you play that switch around guy that can uh, contest stuff at the rim. And you got a player. Like, you got somebody that can give you something on offense that they just haven't had before. And so, I don't know if this stretch is going to convince Jason Kidd that he needs to play him more, especially even when Maxi comes back or Dwight ever, when Dwight does come back. But they have to. The other reason why they have to play him, and I, I hate that this is the third player I'm bringing up here, but the Mavericks go out and sign JaVale McGee and promise him the starting center role. Like, they convince him to come. They're like, all right, be the starting center. They tell everybody and tell us that it's going to be an upgrade on on what they had before. Nico Harrison, even before the offseason started, said the one thing we have to improve on is is, uh, center and rebounding. They sign JaVale McGee. That's the answer. They go out and they give him this deal. And, like, Luka's out. Dinwiddie's out. Maxie's out. Dwight's out. They're playing the Cavs where they play two seven-footers. And JaVale can't get more than six and a half minutes. That's crazy. Like, that's that's crazy. That's like, that's even beyond, like, it's not just, like, a terrible move by the Mavs where you go, oh, how awful of a move that the Mavs sign this guy who can't even play. That's like something else is going on, right? Like, that's that's such a bad move that you blame the Mavs a little bit for promising and, like, being convinced that he was the guy that was going to come and fix this, but... That's like almost there's something else going on in his life, an injury, something. Like the scheme just doesn't work for him. But like he just looks, even in this game, he had that one lob from Hardy. And we'll talk about Hardy in a minute. But he had that one lob from Hardy, a couple of offensive boards. He had um, that block shot that should have been a block shot that was actually called a goaltending. Uh, but other than that, it was brutal when he's out there. Just the defense, he doesn't like it. It's so weird to see how bad it's been from him and that he couldn't get minutes in this game specifically kind of like emphasized that for me. Uh, Dorian, I thought played a really, really good game. He fouled out with, you know, he fouled out with six fouls. He had 11 points. He hit three threes. He had um, four rebounds, three assists. He had some really, really good defensive plays in this game. I thought that he really bothered the Cavs guards. I thought that he played really good around the rim. He had, a, he had, he only got, got one block, counted for him in this game. I thought he had two or three down like either around the rim or in transition. He had a block against um, a transition bucket that stopped in, in overtime that gave him another shot to win this game. I thought Dorian was really good in this game. And uh, and we'll give Bullock some credit. He hit two of his four threes and he missed a couple of late that would have made this game a win for the Mavs. But he played 45 minutes. He had eight rebounds that I felt like were all pretty big. And yeah, <laughs> He hit his threes and he did that. Like what, else, you know, kind of what else do you want from him at this point? Uh, let's talk about Jaden Hardy. Well, no, let's talk about Tim Hardaway Jr. Cause Tim Hardaway Jr. is one for eight from three. That's a huge thing where the Mavs, if they just get like career average shooting from Tim Hardaway Jr., they also probably win this game. Uh, but he's trying, he was trying to do some stuff. That's not just catch and shoot that if this is going to be the team, they probably need him to do a little bit more of that too. And so he's trying stuff. He's going out there and trying the, you know, he had the the pull up, he has some pull up jumper stuff. He has the weird like, you know, drive it at the elbow and then pull and then pull up and fade away against the guy where you're like, uh, uh, uh. it just doesn't feel super smooth and feel like that's a shot that you really want. But if they're gonna go any for- further, I think they need him to 
try some other stuff that's not just catch and shoot because he can't just feed off of Luca catch and shoot threes and that be the only thing, right? You can't be a player making as much money as he is on this team and starting and doing all that and like still that just be and and be one one faceted like single faceted. What's what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, you can't be the third highest paid player on the team and like be. It's dual faceted. What's the singular version of it? Anyway. Uh, yeah, so the, the Mavs, if they had hit more threes, they, they definitely would have won this game. And uh, let's talk about Jaden Hardy. He played just about 13 minutes. He missed all five of his shots. I thought he had some really good drives. He continues to have good drives, which is something you really want from him. He had that awesome assist to JaVale where it's a pick and roll on the right side. JaVale you know, dives to the rim, and then Hardy threw it up for him. Uh, kid <laughs> tried the bench unit of um, who started the second quarter. Uh, Dorian, Frank Nilakina, Jaden Hardy, Theo Pinson, and JaVale McGee. That was just a rough go at it, which is why he barely went to them in the second half at all. Hardy was in some really tough units and didn't get a real good shot at it. And I thought he would get some more minutes in this game, but Kemba was playing so well. And then they worked so close and kid does not trust these guys yet. He doesn't trust Hardy. He doesn't trust Pinson. He doesn't trust you no know, JaVale. Obviously he doesn't trust Frank Nilakina that much. And also, Frank Nilakina was initiating the offense again when Hardy was out there, which I find interesting. We know that we know they don't think Hardy is a point guard or an offensive initiator, really. But you would think of all the guys out there, like let, at least let Hardy create while he's out there. So they're still kind of holding them back at arm's length. We'll see how long it takes for them to even in a game like this where Luca and Dinwiddie are both out, Josh is out. They're still holding Hardy back at arm's length. It feels like not really embracing it. So what that tells me is they're still a little ways away from giving him like actual rotation minutes. We've talked about on the show, how is Hardy going to get rotation minutes? If all these guys are playing this amount of minutes and you know you can't just like shove them in there and like, <laughs> like take away minutes from, uh, from some of these starters, how are they going to find him minutes? And it doesn't look like they're going to, if this is the way they're going to handle him in a game. And especially in a game like this. Oh man. Overtime. It just took some years off my it took some years off my life. In a game where you don't expect to win going in, feels like these are the worst. Like it's the hope that kills you in games like this. You're just like, dang, if only they could have just They only scored three points and the Cavs only scored four points. That's how gassed both of these teams were by the end of it. They're like, oh, we just can't take the the Cavs also played a really short rotation. The Mavs had a short rotation. Obviously, JaVale only played seven minutes. Pinson only played just about nine minutes. But then they played. You know, they played their starters, like, all just about 40 minutes each. And then you look at the Cavs, and the Cavs only played eight guys, really. Kevin Love got in foul trouble. He got he got called some really dumb fouls against him. Like, just fouls that I didn't think. They called, this, they called this game, the refs called this game pretty tight. There were some weird fouls late that, if you're listening to Locked on Cavs right now, I bet Chris and Evan were complaining about the fouls that were called against the, the Cavs. But they were, calling, they were calling stuff tight. They were calling little cheap stuff. They were calling ticky-tack fouls here and there. So it was kind of cons- I thought it was kind of consistent how like ticky tack the fouls were. Yeah, they were they were small, and I don't think that they should have been called necessarily. But um, but yeah, it, it, it was at least a little consistent. <laughs> it was consistently it was consistently called tight, and it was consistently called um, badly. <laughs> Basically, is what, what I'm trying to say on that one. But shout out to Kemba. We'll see what he can do going forward for the Dallas Mavericks. Christian Wood takes another step. We see. Um, some more from the Mavericks. And now you look at the next game coming up against the uh, the Timberwolves on Monday. 
Timberwolves on Monday, Timberwolves on Wednesday, both in Minneapolis, where we mentioned before it's going to be like negative 18 degrees Celsius, like negative 4 degrees Fahrenheit. It's going to be freezing up there. But two more games, and I'd love to see them use Kemba Walker a little bit more. Can we just integrate him a little bit more so the offense has some more punch? They need some of these games where they just blow these teams out and win by 20. They need some more of those games, like the Blazers game, because you got to rack up some of those wins, rack up some confidence in some in some of your, your team, and not just keep playing these tight, close games all the time. Was this the Mavericks? I think this is the Mavericks' 20th clutch game of the season. <laughs> That's so many clutch games. The Mavericks have played, yeah, 20 clutch games. The Heat have played 21. That's the most. Thunder have played 20. Jazz have played 20. The Cavs, this was their 19th clutch game. Mavs are 10 and 10 in their clutch games. There you go. Let me know in the comment section below what's one reason the Mavs lost this game. Maybe something that I missed I didn't mention. What's something you liked about Kemba's performance? Uh, We'll be back tomorrow breaking down some more Dallas Mavericks. Isaac and me will be back for the Sunday night episode. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.